This is Channel Q. Hi, yes. Let us have some fun on this fine Friday. This is Drop the Subject. Is it? It is. <laughs> I'm Allie. Clayton Ferris is here with me every Friday because Friday is about bisexuality. Yes, it is. And did you know, Clayton, that this month is Bisexual Awareness Month? I actually feel like a horrible bisexual because I did not know that. But I'm very glad I know now. Did you know that it's Women's History Month? Again, uh, as a ally to women. No, I didn't know that. Now I feel As a bisexual, bad you are into women and you're an ally to women. Yes. Yeah, you're both. So, I, you know, I'm celebrating this Women's Month just as much as any woman. I do enjoy that we have chosen a month uh, that explains what we love doing the most. Which is? March. Did you also know that it is Kidney Awareness Month? That one I knew. No. (laughs) (laughs) I did not. Everyone knows that one. Everyone knows that one. So here's my thing. It's Women's History Month. It is also Bisexual Awareness Month. It is also Kidney Awareness Month. Why... There are, is there a month attributed to everything? And if not, why have we jam-packed March with three different things that we all must be aware of? And why don't we focus on being aware, aware of the months and the days first, and then we can be aware of actual kidney things? It's, like, I, how am I supposed to be aware of kidney stuff when I don't even know that it's Kidney Awareness Month? Right. And it, all, and it kind of almost feels, and I hate to say this, like they just were like, oh, we're going to jam-pack these three that no one really cares about into the month of March, <laughs> which is bisexuals, kidneys. And women. Right. They're like, we're going to put it all together in March, and then everything else will separate into its own month. I just don't know why this one has to be triple down. Yeah. I I think that we could easily spread them out. Or does kidneys need an entire month? Do they sometimes need just a week or a couple of days? I would be comfortable with just a kidney day. (laughs) And I, I think every organ should at least have one day. I don't think any other organ does. I bet heart, the heart gets a whole month. I don't think so. You don't? No. Why would kidney get, you know, a I, whole month and heart, what, heart gets like an hour? I well, they get Valentine's Day. It's heart hour. Uh, see? That's a whole day. <laughs> they get the whole conversation hearts. I mean, they're printed and sold. Yeah. But I would say if any organ were to get a month... It would probably be liver. I mean, with the amount of drinking that we do as American as American people, as American citizens, livers are working harder than any any other organ in the American body. Yeah. Well, St. Patrick's Day is in March, and that's a big drinking day. Yes, right? so that's hard on the liver, and, and I guess hard on kidneys at times. Yeah, and also Mardi Gras is in March, so it seems like March is destroy the liver month. You know what I think it is. There are no holidays in March, really. Mm. So we get a we get a couple in uh, January. I think we get one in February, and then there's a long stretch where we really don't get any holidays or days off of work. Right. So maybe everyone needs to distract themselves by saying, "Oh, you know what? It's actually about women. It's actually about kidneys. It's actually about bisexuals." Just I, to distract us. I think that everyone that is bisexual that's listening should pick a day this month to take off of work to just go be bisexual and just go take your bisexual day your buy out have that bisexual leave of absence and just you know have a fun day you deserve it yeah you deserve it for all the hard bisexual work you've been doing (laughs) and as a lady do i get to take a day off as well and is it a day of my choosing or would it be a day like today which is international women's day Mm. 
Oh, it's the day. Today I, is International <laughs> Women's Day. It's the day that we celebrate within the month. Oh, I'm so confused. Right. Exactly. That's my thing. It's very confusing. Well, and, I'm glad you didn't take the day off because I would have just been, you know, <laughs> treading water here. And if you had also taken your bye day off, there would have been no one in there here. Been it just no would have been producer Justin. Just Justin. Just ginger talk. Replaying. Yeah, talking about being a ginger and, you know, playing trance music. And he, <laughs> Where's Ginger Day? Where is Ginger Day? You know, gingers make up less of the population than queer people. So why do they get zero credit for walking around the world like a ginger all day long? It's unfair and unheard of. And that we need to start a day to fight against the fact that there isn't a ginger day. Unless there is. I, th- I don't think that there is. If anyone knows of a ginger day... Please let us know. You can call us at 83377-CALL-Q. You can tweet at us at DTS Show. But uh, Justin, Ginger Justin, if there isn't one, we need to start vying for one. Would you agree? Can you be our spokesperson? I I do agree, but don't you dare say St. Patrick's Day. No, I would never. That's for little people. (laughs) But you made a great point before we came on the air today about how there's women's history, bisexual awareness, uh kidney awareness if you have if you possess more than one of those do you have to pick one or can you celebrate all three like if you were a bisexual woman clayton would you have to pick between celebrating bisexual awareness month or women's history month i think you would just be like this is my power day especially if you have a healthy kidney you'd be like today is my most powerful day ever no one touched me i'm gonna go be bisexual a woman (laughs) then someone punches you in the kidney and you're like like, oh kidney punch all right so in honor of these days months hours of recognition etc i have found stories of uh of somebody doing something well in the community in all three facets of uh, the month of March. For example, I have found a story of a bisexual of note, an international woman doing something of note, and a fantastic kidney doing something amazing <laughs> in America. Bisexual of note is Mr. Rogers. <gasps> a new bisexual icon of 2019? Could it be? There is pertinent information suggesting that the famous cool-tempered sweater-wearing children's show host was of the bisexual ilk. And I will tell you why. First of all, Francois Clemens, the gay actor who played Officer Clemens on Mr. Rogers, said that he definitely got a non-hetero vibe from Mr. Rogers, but could not definitively say that he was gay. Then, later on, in a newly uncovered interview between Mr. Rogers and some kind of gay therapist that he's friends with he was asked about his sexual orientation and he said if sexuality was measured on a scale of one to ten quote well you know i must be right smack in the middle because i have found women attractive and i have found men attractive yeah and i think that like we learned from robin oaks our bisexual activist expert that is what bisexuality is just the fact that it is possible to, you know, find both sexes attractive or multi- any sex attractive. You can wear a blue sweater, pink sweater. It Either do- one looks great on it. It does kind of annoy me a bit that the the co-act, the, the actor, I mean, I guess it's not annoying, but it, I'm always hesitant whenever someone talks about someone's sexuality in terms of just vibes or like they act a certain way because it's hard, you know, someone could be very. Especially if the guy's dead. Yeah. Like he like, doesn't yeah, know. Yeah. He was so gay. He gave like a very gay vibe when he was changing his shoes. Right. Like. 
I mean, doesn't everyone? (laughs) What's a gay vibe? Right. I guess a non-hetero. But I mean, if he's Mr. Rogers, his very job in general is being this kind of nice, approachable. I mean, you could stereotypically say he was not like a big machismo, masculine kind of guy. Right. But his traits were nice, friendly. Open, which means loving. Gay. Why does that mean gay? <laughs> like that, all men should be comfortable no. expressing those traits. You are correct. All right, <laughs> women doing amazing things. I will spotlight a woman named Kalpana Chawla. She was the first um, uh, female of Indian descent to go into outer space. She was also born on St. Patrick's Day in 1962. And then she first flew on Space Shuttle Columbia in 1997 as a mission specialist and a primary robotic arm operator. Badass. Yes. What's sad is that she died. That is sad. (laughs) But not on that mission. That's how every story ends. Yeah, but this is also like we spotlight a woman who did amazing things, changed history. Yes, she she did go up in space again on on the... on the uh, the space shuttle Columbia and then it was the Columbia disaster that happened and that was in 2003 so she did die at a young age but she died a hero and she died a history maker so we spotlight her on this Women's History Month and International Women's Day finally some facts about urine Mm, finally something to no this is one of the most the, the highest performing kidney perhaps in the world the world record for the longest pee ever taken, 508 seconds. That is almost eight and a half minutes. Surprisingly, there is a lot, a lot of information about the person that urinated. And I have done a, a thorough internet search and I cannot find this person's name. I do not know if they are a man or a woman. If they are a woman and a bisexual woman, I would say this is the hero of the entire month. But <laughs> she, I have no idea. She, I can't find anything about her. She would win the, yeah, she would win the month. I actually think that last weekend when I was out after having like four 14 beers that I peed longer than that. You think so? I think so. You think you could pee longer than eight and a half minutes? I think I did. (laughs) I'm wondering if I should. You know, you are a frequent urinator, I will say. (laughs) And if you could hold it this entire show and just do one big one at the end, I think that you might be able to put this person out of business. Yes. All right. We'll see. What do you get if you... You got uh, two out of three, bisexual and kidney. Yeah. And I support women. What do you get if you win like that? If you if you get a Guinness Book of World Record, if you win a record like that, what is the prize? I don't think that there's much of a prize. I think that you get maybe a piece of paper or a placard and you get your name in the newest Guinness Book. But oh, that's yeah. something. Yeah, I mean, that's a little something, but it's not... I don't think it's worth growing your toenails out to be six and a half feet long. I and you're like, yes, thank God I got this piece of paper. It was I was obsessed with the Guinness Book of World Records when I was a kid. And oh, yeah. I was obsessed with the guy with the long nails. Yes, that guy He that guy does a lot of interviews. <laughs> does he? But how does he I do anything else besides he interviews? He doesn't. He like, doesn't do anything but sit there. And he has to sleep. <laughs> All right, anyway, we're getting off topic. We have a lot to look forward to on the show today. Not just women of note and, and bisexuals of note and kidneys of note. We have all kinds of things to get to. For Bisexual Awareness Month, we will be bringing back Bisexual Jeopardy. It was one of the first games we played when Clayton joined us on the show. And we will play it again with a listener. So if you want to win can we give away a t-shirt is that true yes justin ginger says yes we can give away a t-shirt so give us a call that'll be next hour so i'll give you a heads up on that also there is a gay gay mystery happening and clayton has broken the story to me personally there's nothing in the news about this but it is unfolding as we speak so we will go over the details of that next 
We are Channel Q. Yes, we can. This is Drop the Subject. I'm Allie. Clayton Ferris is next to me today for Friday by Day. And Justin just informed me that somebody, what was it on Twitter? Uh, Facebook. Facebook said, can you guys, I'm loving the show, could you do a little more cannabis content? Uh, <laughs> absolutely. We could also just knock off the content part of it. We can just do a little we more just cannabis. just do a little more cannabis. You know, my wife last night actually took some cannabis. Uh, she took a, like a chocolate, and she never ever does weed or smokes weed or eats it or anything. And she was like, I need to get a little bit of extra sleep. And she got so incredibly high <laughs> to the point where she could not finish any sentences. And she is, I don't ever do edibles before I have to do anything the next day. No. And I think that because she's a novice, she doesn't know these things, but she feels like, I mean, she's she's more of a drinker, and I think that she's of that same mentality, like, right. oh, I'll have a few drinks, and I'll just get a good night's sleep and go to bed and wake up and blah, blah, blah. It's very different when you are doing, especially edibles, because you're not sure what you're getting. Yeah, if you take an edible, what happens is it's a slow burn, and then like three hours later, you're like on the wall, like, what is happening? <laughs> what is the longest you've ever <clears throat> been high on edibles? Probably like nine, ten hours. Oh, (laughs) for me it was three days. Really? I when I was in college, my uh, roommate was from Vermont. Great weed there, and her parents regularly made things using weed butter, very concentrated weed butter. Mm. And of course, we were in college, so we were like. Get us weed butter all the time. <laughs> of course, I didn't really know how to cook at that age because yeah, I'm 20 so, and all I made was ramen and pizza bagels. But but do you have like can you only get high if you're making like a fettuccine that needs butter or like cookies? She so my my roommate got a hold of a bunch of butter. She got it for her birthday from her parents, and she made a giant loaf of garlic butter mm. or a, a garlic bread. Bread. Mm. And so she put the butter all over the bread, put a bunch of garlic on it, popped it in the oven. It was a whole, I mean, it was a whole loaf. Yeah. And when it came out of the oven, she said, it's getting late. I I don't want this anymore. So I said, well, I'm going to eat my portion and your portion. Oh, no. So I ate the entire loaf of garlic bread, got super super duper high. <laughs> and this was at a time where I smoked. Every, I, I don't smoke a lot anymore, but I... I used to smoke every... I was one of those all-day, every-day smokers. Wow. So... Didn't know that about you. Yes. I was quite the stoner. Yeah. And... Yeah. Yeah. That's why I don't remember a lot now. Oh, now I remember. But anyway, I remember going to bed very, very high (laughs) and then waking up and being very, very high. Oh, no. And I said, this has got to end soon. And I had to go to class. So I was in class (laughs) all day, high... And then I went to bed, high, and then I woke up again, high. I was high for exactly three days. That's terrifying. It was. It was terrifying because there's nothing you can really do about it. And I wasn't smart enough to, you know, drink water or or do anything to and flush like, it out of my system. So now at the uh, marijuana shops here on the West Coast, they sell these like little packets, these powder packets that are like come down packets. Because now that it's legal in some states, people are overdoing it. So... If you've never experimented with marijuana before and you just eat this brownie... Well, they also screw you over by making everything delicious. Yeah, it's delicious and it's overdosed. Like one brownie is is for multiple 
doses. It's not eat the whole brownie. No, yeah. It, you know? You're supposed to eat a little sliver of a it. A tiny sliver. And in your, your history of eating as a human being, you never are accustomed to eating tiny slivers of things. Exactly. You're used to eating one muffin and one <laughs> cookie. So if they, they even do those little uh, gummies. The gummies I like because then you can pop a couple in, in, right. in, and if you're feeling good, then you can pop a couple more. Even those, though, you can screw yourself because if you get a different brand or whatever, they right. can say 10 milligrams and they really, oh, I forgot to add another zero. I will take half, I will take like 2.5 milligrams of a gummy and I will be per, like, Sick. that. that's the right amount. Well, I Don't like, overdo it. I, uh, I have gotten very <laughs> into taking an edible and then cleaning. Mm. I think that if you're going to binge watch Marie Kondo's Tidying Up, I would highly suggest pairing that with a nice sativa indica blend. Mm. Okay. Maybe make a little batch of real cookies that aren't, you know, that, that are not, that are THC free, just so you have them. Just for and after the cleaning. And then start unloading your clothes, unloading the junk drawer, just go to town. Because cleaning while high, while slow, <laughs> is effective. Yeah. Makes the time go by. All right. We just made five minutes go by. So there you go. <laughs> Thank you, Facebook listener. We have uh, answered your prayers and talked about cannabis more and, on the show. And, you know, just send us some cannabis. And, yeah, if you want us to talk about cannabis, send us some damn cannabis. All right? We'll sample on the show. There's, It's legal. We can do that. All right. We have uh, gotten off track, but when we get back, we will break into this mystery that has been going around. I, I think this is local. I'm actually not sure, but we still have some other stuff. Gay sports highlights of the week we have to get to. We have to announce the gayest news headline of the week and bisexual jeopardy. There's also plenty of other different things going on and trending in this world that we will cover. So we'll get into it after this. This is Channel Q. Ah, yes. This is the new Channel Q. I am. Uh, I like those birds chirping. I don't, get them out of here. <laughs> what are they doing? What are the birds doing, doing in, in the studio? Get these things back to the zoo. Uh, this is Drop the Subject. I'm your host, Allie, hanging out with you today and with Clayton Ferris, my bisexual buddy, on Friday by day on Bisexual Awareness Month. If you have not yet. Freaking out. This You're is such a good day. I'm freaking out now that I know. It's uh, <laughs> almost halfway. Th- no, it's not halfway through, but we've reached the first week of March without knowing anything about Bisexual Awareness Week <laughs> as a bisexual. Uh, if you find a bisexual friend, pat him on the back. Say, I'm aware of you. Mm-hmm. I love you. Uh, I read about this story that happened at Planet Fitness. I don't know where. Where do you go for the, You go to the gym on a regular basis, don't you? I do. I go and to the would gym. Do you go to like a, a a big community gym? I go or do you go to like private classes? I go to like a neighborhood gym. There's only one of them, so it's not like it's not like I go to a big it's box. It's not a big gym. chain. No, it's not a chain gym. And would you say that is a safe environment, a safe space? Um, or I, do you feel judged? I feel judged for what? <laughs> Because for anything, I for feel, the way you work out, for what you do, for what you look like, for I, the way your body looks in the locker room. No matter what, I've been to a lot of big box gyms. I've been to everything. And trust me, guys listening, I'm like a skinny scarecrow man. It's not like I'm like this buff dude, but I like to go to the gym to stay active. But 
for some reason, gyms are the opposite of safe spaces. Like, it, like there's a big, you know, like here in uh, on the West Coast, the places will have like a rainbow flag or something that's signifying that they're like gay friendly or LGBTQ friendly. But even when you go in, they're just run by bros with this energy of toxic masculinity that's very triggering. That is why I do not frequent regular chain like gyms. Yes. Because inherently, a gym like that, wherever you're going to see a large set of weights, you're going to see bros. Yeah. They're going to be there, unless it's a curves. Right. I love the idea of a curves. I wish there was like a curves for dudes. But That but, was about not, it was non-toxic masculinity gaming. I, I forgot my headphones at the gym the other day, so I had to listen to just the sounds of the gym. And so that it was it, just grunting? It's just grunting. So, yes, I'm glad you said grunting, because I think that there is a lot of judgment that takes place in gyms, even in the case of a place like Planet Fitness, whose tagline is that they are a no-judgment zone. That is what they're known for. They're known for letting anybody come in. We don't judge you on where you're at in your life or your fitness level or male, female, gay, straight. We accept everybody. Well, that is apparently not the case because one man has been kicked out for a reason that I think is absolutely ridiculous. Speaking only with Fox 4 tonight, a Southwest Florida man is claiming his medical condition got him kicked out of a place that promotes itself as a judgment-free zone. Our Terrace Miles going after answers here and learns the man just wants to use this as a learning experience for others. Josh Erder says he feels embarrassed about being kicked out of this Planet Fitness location. And talking only to Fox 4, he says he's looking to turn that embarrassment into an educational lesson. Oh, I was humiliated. Just by looking at him, he's just like you and me. I mean, those are the sentiments of a lot of people that leave the gym. Right. I would say. I was humiliated. <laughs> I was humiliated. I went to Zumba. It was my first time. <laughs> they all knew the moves. I didn't. And I, I was th- humiliated. I threw up at the end. <laughs> threw up all, <laughs> all over a, a nice lap. <laughs> but Josh Erder just so happens to have Tourette's. Yeah. Okay. Okay. So that is his condition, is that he has Tourette's syndrome. Right. So he randomly shrieks out certain, I mean, it doesn't Does always do have f- to be bad words, but it's, you know, guttural sounds and things like that. Yes. The reason that this man is getting kicked out seems ridiculous to me because is not everybody at a gym also making those sounds? Yes. How I was raised, you know, never to use it as a crutch, you know, and exactly. he's, you know, everybody's got a cross to bear and that just happens to be mine. But last month, he says he went to work out here at Planet Fitness in North Fort Myers. He says before he started working out, he told the staff he has Tourette's. I can't help it. I'm not, you know, being over the top. It was like, so, you know, just so you don't blow the lunk alarm on me. He explained. It also must be really hard interviewing this guy when he has Tourette's, interviewing him live. Yeah. It's got to be kind of scary, right? But he tells people. He goes out of his way to tell people when he gets to a gym or probably any Anywhere. scenario to let them know, I have a disability, which, I mean, I would you even consider that a disability? I, w- I just consider it part of it. You know, like he just, it's just something he does. We're for, I think we're, we as people, as a society, are familiar with Tourette's syndrome. It shouldn't be that shocking. Right. But it's like everyone at my gym apparently must have Tourette's because they're all making sounds all the time and no one's getting kicked out. You could just as easily kick out a bro who has been making these sounds who does not have Tourette's syndrome. Yes. And is probably making even worse sounds than this guy. I mean, if we listen to that guy's sound, he was basically just going... Blah, blah, blah. 
Yeah. I mean, that's nothing compared to... Which is what we usually hear. Yeah. Annoying. Explains they were fine with him at first. Then he says a manager approached him, saying other people were complaining about the noises he was making. And he goes, sir, I understand you have Tourette's and I know you can't control it, but it's too much of a disturbance going to ask you to leave. You're not welcome here. And I was like, what? Seriously? And after that, he says he wasn't sure how to feel. So maybe another guy was like, I cannot hear my own grunting. Over this man's grunting. Exactly. The thing is, is these people, if you don't, like, the one time I brought headphones at the gym, I should have been kicked out. If you were not taking headphones to a gym and totally shutting out the people around you, then you are just doing the gym wrong. That's the real judgment-free zone. Yes. Is when you have your earbuds in and you're completely tuning everybody else out, then you don't have the ability to judge because you're not even looking at anybody else. You're just doing your thing. I have this fantasy that there will be a gym one day I'm going to open it if you want to go in on this because it's going to be huge where Uh, let me hear the pitch where it's encouraged that you because every time I'm at the gym working out and I'm listening to I'm usually listening to like probably like a musical or something and like I want to be able to sing out loud freely like as I'm running oh like a karaoke gym like a karaoke gym and I would be down for spinioki spinioki that's a good idea zumbioki zumbioki just everything is you're exercising while doing karaoke tracks. Dumb belly okey. <laughs> <laughs> that sounds like a dumb but idea. Can you imagine lifting dumbbells, making the uh sound, and trying to sing like Phantom of the Opera? Well, that's. It's not going to happen. No, it's not going to happen. So you would just get a bunch of out of breath bros trying to sing Think of Me, which actually makes me really, really happy. Think of me! <laughs> Think of me fondly. God, that was a good grind. I don't think any. I, I think we should open that gym, and I think we should allow this guy to be our first customer. Yeah, he, he can sh- get a half-off gym membership, mm-hmm. and then we'll raise it after the second year. Absolutely, and we'll As sign all him gyms on. Do. Yeah, we'll sign him on to three years, and if he cancels, we take his first child. There we go. All right, we've got it all figured out. All right, we have to take a break. When we get back, we will give you the news it and lose it stories. There are many things going on in the world. Some of them we want to break down. Some of them we don't. So we'll give you the headlines, and we will. Uh, Use them or lose them, but we will pitch all the stories after this. This is Channel Q. Yes, this is the new Channel Q. And yes, you are listening to Drop the Subject. All of those things are true. And uh, another fact is that you can interact with us as much as you like. 83377-CALL-Q. Yes, talking on the phone can be kind of a scary thing, but we'll make it not scary. We'll be nice to you. If you want to talk about anything at all, maybe you want, if you're a woman or a bisexual or someone with kidneys, you want to show everyone that you're here and half queer. So for Bisexual Awareness Month, Women's History Month, or Kidney Awareness Month, anyone who has any of those qualities, please feel free to give us a call. We will spotlight your story. Maybe you want to come out today on the radio. (laughs) That would be exciting. Anyone who ever wants to come out on this show or on this station in general is absolutely welcome. And you can always be anonymous. This is a safe space, unlike most gyms. (laughs) Unlike most gyms, yes. We are a judgment-free zone. That is how we roll. All right. It is now time to present stories for News It or Lose It. We will give you some headlines, and you must decide whether we break it down or throw it out the window and never speak of it again. Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. 
your first headline. Billionaire diamond trader, 65, dies during penis enlargement surgery. <laughs> Man, that would that would be that's literally the worst thing that could happen to you. <laughs> to a to a man. <laughs> to a, to a yeah. man. I want to change my life. And then you die. Yeah. Uh, I say we lose this. No, I don't know absolutely. What you think, Clayton, I don't think I need to know. I think we've done. We've covered urine enough, and I think we've we've covered genitals. Enough. Yeah. Let's. Let, yeah. Let's <clears throat> lose that. All right. Next headline. Thirty-year-olds experience ageism now in the tech community. Thirty is the new elderly. Oh my! <laughs> Omg! This is offensive to me. I want to hear more about this because you know I, I'm in my 30s as am i and i always thought that being in radio i had an advantage because everyone here i think the average age of the radio worker is about 75 years old so i always thought that i was a nice young spring chicken and i'm very thankful that i'm not in the tech industry because of this so i'd like to hear more we would be forced into retirement at this point yeah i mean that's what's happening there's a a, i mean we'll break it down a little more but there is a uh, a retreat for people that are over 30 working in the tech industry to help them cope with growing older in in Silicon Valley. (laughs) Oh, gosh. Uh, And then there is some, uh, it's not breaking news, but a big story today. Chelsea Manning jailed for contempt of court. So we will break that down uh, later on in the top of the next hour. There's a lot to cover. I I don't know. I'm going to be honest. I don't know a lot about this story. I haven't covered it since the beginning. And it's it's a very long and involved story. uh, But I do want to talk about it. I think it's important, especially somebody like her who, uh, you know, is taking a stand for what she believes in. Always something we like to cover when people doing amazing things uh, or controversial things. Because a lot of people don't agree with the, the stuff that she's doing. Anyway, we will break it down as soon as we take a break after this. This is Channel Q. <clears throat> Drop the subject on the new Channel Q. You can listen to us wherever you go. If you're at home getting ready, you can tell your smart speaker... Hey, Google Home, or hey, Alexa, or whoever the hell you are, play Channel Q on Radio.com. And uh, whoever they are, it's probably a lady, she'll say okay, and she'll play it. You You can do it on the Radio.com app, which is how I listen. That's how you listen. You Mm -hmm. can also uh, play it from your smart smart speaker on your phone, and then just take your phone with you in the car, and then to work, wherever you go, we will be with you. We follow you. We're like a... We're like a scary sight. shadow. A scary shadow We're like following Momo. you. Uh, <laughs> all right. We have a lot to get to in this hour. Later on, we will do bisexual jeopardy. So if you ha- if you want a Channel Q t-shirt in your closet, stay tuned. But for now, we get into News It or Lose It. Drop the Subject presents... News it or lose it. Can I ask you something before we do it? (laughs) (laughs) Yes, but we'll have to play the intro again. Go ahead. (laughs) Do you like the new name? How's it working out for you? Drop the subject. I enjoy drop the subject a lot. There are a lot of things that we talk about on this show, uh, you and I and Kevin and I, where people would like us to drop the subject, whether it's frequent urination or whatever it is. Uh, there are a lot of things that we talk about, a lot of buttons we push. Uh, yes. You know, we're always riding that line of interesting versus offensive to most people. So I enjoy drop the subject. Plus, 
plus there is a little bit of a history with that phrase from when we were on up in San Francisco. Oh, yeah. So one of our uh, we will get into an origin story at some point. Oh, okay, but we don't have there to... was a there was a yeah there was a guy on our show who had a very very big tantrum and to drop the subject was uh, something that he screamed into the microphone and then it was turned into memes and tech music and oh, all kinds of things. Okay, because that's what I love about the t- I love the title personally, but it makes me think of people like at their breaking point just being like, "Can we drop it, please?" Yes, that's exactly. Exactly what happened. Okay, great. <laughs> yes. And I think it's happened many times before that, and it has happened many times afterwards. Okay. And yes, it's d- dropped the subject is something that uh, I think encompasses our show. Yes. And I'm sorry completely. that I interrupted losing it and losing well, it. Well, here we go. <laughs> but Lose I- it or lose it, everybody. <laughs> Can we drop the subject, please? <laughs> we, ha- we cannot. We have to break down these news stories. Are you going to play it? Sure. Play the damn... Come on. <laughs> Drop the Subject presents News It or Lose It. All right. Clayton, can I ask you a question? (laughs) I wanted to do it, but I didn't. (laughs) So the big story that everyone is talking about today is that Chelsea Manning has been jailed for refusing to testify before a grand jury in Virginia. Chelsea Manning is somebody who has been in the news many, many times. She is a transgender woman. She was born Bradley Edward Manning, and she served in the military for a number of years, made a bunch of news headlines in 2010, I believe, for giving a bunch of of confidential material to WikiLeaks. Yeah, what we'll call a whistleblower. Yes, she is a whistleblower. She is the definition of a whistleblower. She gave them videos of airstrikes and she gave them you know, the, the diaries and war logs and all of kinds of confidential materials, which painted American soldier, soldiers in a bad light. Uh, I think you were telling me there was there was an airstrike where the American soldiers were laughing at killing people, and th- it was bad stuff, yes. right? Some would argue this is stuff that needed to be brought to light. Others argue she took an oath. She, uh, the fact that she would be leaking this material is treason. Mm-hmm. and that she should be punished for that. And she was punished. She was sentenced to 35 years in military prison. And then President Barack Obama at the time commuted her sense to, uh, her sentence to seven years. The other fascinating thing about this is that she went through gender reassignment while she was in prison. Mm. And this is so interesting because you have to, I mean, regardless of what you think about what she did and why she did it, This woman is so resolute in what she believes in and who she is. You have to respect, even now, where she's being held in contempt of court because she doesn't want to be uh, publicly testifying. She said she's okay testifying. She just doesn't want to do it in these private court hearings because she feels it favors the government. It's it's just another example of her standing up for her own beliefs and saying, no, I'm willing to go back to jail because I want to continue standing up for my values and my belief system. Yeah. She, uh, her Twitter, can I read what her Twitter uh, statement yeah. was? This small portion. I will not participate in a secret process that I morally object to, particularly one that has been historically used to entrap and persecute activists for protected political speech. Right. So she is, she stands firm by her beliefs, and that is that says something about her, in my opinion, that is pretty positive. And... I mean, in, in the transgender community, we are all, I mean, not, I mean, as an ally, <clears throat> there are a lot of 
people doing amazing things and bringing awareness to the transgender community that is much needed, obviously. We Mm -hmm. know that. But then to have somebody like Chelsea Manning come forward that is standing up for the community but doing something very controversial that not everybody agrees with, it must be really hard for some people that are in the community to be like, I don't know whether to stand by this person or not because there's a lot of moral things that I object to, but also she is uh, very proud of who she is and she went through a lot in jail. To in, 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 in prison, she was subject to a lot of horrible uh, you know, harassment mm-hmm. and abuse and things like that while she was transitioning. So she had to go through all of that in order to come out and... I mean, I, I think a better person and a more uh, a confident person, but still, that is a that has to be, a, a re, I guess, rewarded or or recognized in the community just for doing that, right? And without really take like, because I I'm still not fully uh, committed to how I feel about this in terms of like the treason and everything, but I will say that when. S- she obviously felt some sort of pressure on her knowing this information and knowing that she felt like it was uh, what was happening was wrong, that she felt like she was doing the right thing to release this information. So to me, there's this sense of like freedom that came with her telling the truth. And it's interesting how when such a major time, she's going through a lot of huge legal issues and everything that she decides to also publicly come out and can Continue transitioning while dealing with these major, major legal issues. Yeah, that, I mean, there's this, so many layers to it. It's layered, but it's also this weird sense of like freedom she found by like truth telling. Yeah, and I, I respect that no matter what you end up doing. Right. You know. All right, you're 30 years old. Some people would say you've got your whole life ahead of you, but in the tech world, <laughs> you may be ready for a senior citizen discount at the cafeteria where you work. Many people in their 30s, currently working in the tech industry, are reporting ageism. They are being discriminated against because they are considered elderly. <laughs> Yikes. There are even retreats out there for elderly people, quote unquote, elderly people in the tech industry to help them cope with the trials and tribulations of getting older in the tech world. And the age limit is only 30 years old. People as old, as young as 40 have filed cases and class action lawsuits citing ageism against companies like IBM and Google. Starting at the age of 34, your likelihood of even getting hired at a tech company greatly decreases. So if you're 29 and thinking of getting into the tech biz, you have exactly one year. Uh-oh. Do you remember that phase? Did you have this phase in life where you your parents thought that you were like really smart at tech stuff and would always ask you to like fix their stuff? Did that happen to you? Or is that a just a uh, boy thing? I think thing? that eventually ha- <laughs> I'm a woman, okay? Do women do that too? I was asked to teach them how to sweep. No. <laughs> I uh I was I was always asked to do th- putting together things yeah. like uh furniture or mm. anything that required assembly. Right. So I guess I was considered a sort of carpentry lesbian expert. at some point in my life but I don't think there was really a tech I think everyone who's young gets some kind of a tech gold star yeah because you're able to turn on a computer and send an email exactly and I bought into that for a short period of time I was like oh I'm a smart tech person but it passed me like it's way but like I'm not a tech person anymore so I kind of feel like and I'm in my 30s so this article hits home for me we're gonna get less and less relevant as time goes on (laughs) exactly like and I think that 
I mean, the, 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 the crux of all of this is that technology is moving so fast that people who are really, really young and spry are constantly on social media and on the Internet and keeping up with all of this stuff. Like, I remember my dad is a computer programmer. I remember 20 years ago him reading C++ and learning how to speak internet languages and now those are completely irre- like that he learned a whole internet language a yeah. whole computer language and it's irrelevant now completely so people that were around and, and working when in the 80s when it, computers were just starting to be come popular and, mm-hmm. cons- and available for consumers they were at the forefront of all of this they were doing revolutionary stuff now all of those guys and some girls but mostly guys at that time are completely irrelevant to the current state of technology that's why i say stay away from the tech world it's a scary place it's like we are going back into the 1500s like now we're eating like cavemen again no one's getting vaccinated 30 is like wow i can't believe you still have a life ahead of you (laughs) you're basically at the end of your rope all right we're gonna take a break when we come back oh why don't you call us now you want to play a game 833-77-CALL-QUE you want to win a channel q t-shirt it is bisexual awareness month so we were playing bisexual jeopardy i'm gonna give you a really quick practice question if you want to play this game uh this um, so here's an answer for you and then you have to answer in the form of a question i'll do this with you clayton as a practice okay this is when someone writes a detailed description of your life uh in book form or movie form um what is a biography there you go so every answer has the word buy in it if you want to play you just have to get three out of five correct in order to win a a a t-shirt a love right that's what we're doing channel q t-shirt yeah so give us a call 833-77-CALL-Q and we'll get into it after this channel q all right this is drop the subject i am your host Allie. Right next to me is my bisexual friend, Clayton Ferris. Hello, Allie. Hello, and we are ready and rocking to play Bisexual Jeopardy. This is both an ode to the bisexual community and Alex Trebek. We love you, buddy. Keep fighting, Alex. We love you. So we have Dan in Chicago on the phone ready to win a Channel Q t-shirt. The prize to end all prizes. Dan, are you there? Yes, I am here. Hi, Dan. Dan, it works like this. I will give you a series of five answers. This is a little more simplified than Jeopardy. We don't in five minutes. We don't have time to give you categories and have you compete and raise money and all that crap. <laughs> I'm just going to give you five answers. They will get considerably harder as we go on, and you must answer in the form of. Uh, you, then you must give the question to that answer. If you get three okay. out of five correct, you are a winner. You ready to play? Got it. Yep. All right. (laughs) Answer number one. Bisexual Jeopardy. When you throw a banana peel out of the window of your car and a week later it's not there, it's because the banana is compostable, or in other words, this. Biodegradable? In the form of a question, Dan! (laughs) Yay. No. Oh, what is biodegradable? Thank you. I'm not going to let that slip again. Make the same mistake okay. twice. You're out. You're doing great, Dan. You're doing great. <laughs> Clayton's being too nice, Dan. Listen to the directions. All right. Okay. Answer number two. A phrase that old people say when they want to forget past offenses or causes of conflict and then be reconciled. Um, this is a tough um, one. Can you repeat the question? This is a phrase that old people say 
when they want to forget past offenses or causes of conflict and be reconciled. Ah, don't worry about it. Why don't we just... Let blank. Oh, bygones. What are bygones? (laughs) What is let bygones be bygones? But sure, yes, I'll let that one slide too. All right. Yes, Dan, you're doing great. (laughs) Two and oh, you're doing great. All right, moving on. This is the thing that people like Michael Cohen swear on before they lie to Congress. What is the Bible? You are correct, Dan. Now that is excitement if I've ever heard. (laughs) Ding 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 ding. Well, all he's worn is a T-shirt. Well, yeah. Why? What? Clayton, why are you downplaying the T-shirt, the Channel Q T-shirt? The T-shirts are amazing, Dan. But you know. Yeah, I think his excitement was spot on. <laughs> you think it was appropriate, yes, given sure the circumstances. I'm sure they're fantastic. Dan, here's one more bonus question for you. You win nothing if you get this yes. right. You probably had... Uh, what? Understood. 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 Great. You probably had to do this to a frog when you were in the sixth grade. It was dead, and someone in your class probably threw up afterwards. Oh. What is... What is what? Uh, no, I I don't remember. I'm sorry. I <laughs> want to say bisect. You're right. It's not that. That's correct. It no, is bisect. It is bisect. I Bisecting thought it was dissect. Oh, I'm an idiot. <laughs> <laughs> what dissect. is bisecting? Nothing. That's nothing. All right. Well, I lose and you win, Dan. Ooh, fabulous. All right. Where are you listening? You're listening in Chicago. That is correct. And how Chicago, did you Illinois. how did you find us? Um, uh, well, I'm using the radio.com app. Oh, perfect. perfect. Thank you very much. We appreciate you listening. We hope that now that you have a Channel Q shirt in your future, you can wear it proudly and spread the word. I certainly shall. All right. Thanks, Dan. What a winner. What a happy Thanks story. Very much. I'm dumb and you're smart. Okay. We are going to take a little break. And when we get back, uh, we have somebody else on the phone for a breaking news story. There is something unfolding. This is some investigative reporting that is going on right now. There is a serial Broadway pooper. <laughs> we don't know who this person is. We don't know if they're male or female. But there is somebody who witnessed this act and has some evidence for us. So we will go over it all after this. Channel Q. Ah. All right. Friday by day is in the house. So I brought this amazing story. <laughs> that was your introduction? I, yeah. Well, you know, you we said w- right before we went on, I want to do the introduction. And you're like, Friday by day in the house? Welcome back to Channel Q. You are listening to the new Channel Q, the number one. I'm going to say number one LGBTQ station. Yeah. And I am co-hosting, because I'm bisexual, with Allie Johnson, my friend. Thank you. You did a great job. That was flawless. <laughs> and the person that we were about to talk to... Landon? Is a Broadway... He's a star of Prom, Prom the Musical on Broadway right now, Josh Lehman. And this story came to my attention on social media. Apparently, in the Broadway community, there is what has been known now as a serial... Hooper, someone that is crashing dance calls and letting it known that he's there. Josh, are you? Have you joined us? Are you with us? Josh. So we're getting Josh to join us to give us the true scoop because this is this is happening right now. As you know, I love that you use the word scoop in this scenario. <laughs> Josh, you're with us, huh? 
Yeah. Okay, so we've been following this story, and I'm trying to break it down to Allie, and I'm I'm having trouble. Can you give us some of the details of what's happening in uh, in I'm, New York? I'm going to do my best. Allie, are you ready? I am so ready for this. I uh, He's been telling me very small tidbits. She, he was like, there's a cereal pooper. I'm like, where? What are they doing? And I he's know. like, I don't know, but my friend knows. I was like, can we get your damn friend on the phone and break this down? No, just dropping Dookie left and right. So... <laughs> Um, they were having a dancer call a few days ago for the for the Broadway musical version of Magic Mike, which I guess is coming to Broadway. And so there was, you know, the holding room filled with all the, the girl dancers and the monitor comes in to give them the whole like, OK, we'll be seeing this and this and this and this is what they're looking for. Let's go. And somebody was like, excuse me, <laughs> but. You're you're standing in a pile of poo. <laughs> and sure enough, like, apparently, I guess before the girls got there, there was like, this giant dookie <laughs> just right by the door. And, okay, so the girls got into the dance call. There was already a specimen in the room. And has this happened again since then? Yes. <laughs> Yes. And is it just with Magic Mike, or is it happening at different... No, No, this isn't like somebody going after Magic Mike the musical. (laughs) Why would anyone do that? I don't know. Um, But uh, no, it was another audition uh, rehearsal studio, Ripley Greer, and they have this giant unisex bathroom, and right in the middle of the floor was a enormous dookie. <laughs> so the- in the middle of the floor, like a deliberate, I am leaving a mark, I am making a statement, I did not get cast today, so, and this is how I feel. Yeah, so you're an actor that frequents the boards in New York. Is this sort of behavior typical for, for, for actors and dancers <laughs> auditioning out there? Is it oh, that hard that they kind of like, you know, get upset and, and, and try to, you know, leave their mark, so to speak? Normally, we just tinkle. Like, but of no, of course not. Nobody, I mean, this is the first time as far as I know that we have a serial pooper on our hands. I'm fascinated by this story because yeah. if we are going to do some gay investigative reporting, there is no greater gay, gay-friendly gay mystery than this. And so if anyone is going to solve this case, it should be Channel Q. Do you have any leads whatsoever? Do you know if there's any disgruntled, like you said, maybe someone who wasn't cast in something, someone who has been frequenting Ripley Greer or any of the other studios who is uh, seems a little off or, uh, or is um, he maybe eating too much fiber? Well, I heard on Twitter that apparently the police tested it and it came back that it is a positive result for a legit singer with a mixed belt in her 20s to 30s. But that's all that we know. Oh, wait, so wait, someone... Really? That, <laughs> no. I'm just kidding. No. So Can you imagine? I was like, they can well, tell that, but not the, the name? Poop. That's crazy. <laughs> well, the poop showed us that the, it's clearly a tenor that, so, that left it. It seems like Les Mis dance call will be next, if that's the uh, the breakdown of this character. Well, you're in, so you're in Prom the Musical. Has this happened at, with you guys? Or? No. No. No, luckily, luckily, people really like the show. There's been no poop. So, what do you know? The sh- these shows that this has happened to. Maybe we could find a common thread there. It's Magic Mike. What have been the other ones? 
Um, I don't know. That It's only been two hits so far. I see. Okay, there's two hits. And they are, you know, that both of them have been enormous. <laughs> enormous. That's okay. what I've been told. All right. Yes, okay, huge. so I'm going to just go ahead and say I think it's probably a man. Me but too. we're not sure. I know no. that you, uh, you, you, do you have to go? Um, soon. I have to go to my show, but I can continue to talk poop for a minute. <laughs> Let's talk about this show. Tell us about Prom the Musical. Oh, it's heaven. Well, um... My favorite thing about it is that it is sort of, uh, a, it was written as a response to all the queer kids across the country that have been denied going to their prom, kicked out of their prom, um, just because they're gay or how they identify. And so uh, we took that story, or the writers did, and uh, we uh, Basically, there's uh, four celebrities that are trying to get their career back on track, and so and they're major egomaniacs. They decide to become celebrity activists, and they storm this tiny, tiny podunk town in Indiana to get this girl for prom. Mm-hmm. And um, so that's what it's about. It's been so much fun uh, bringing all these queer kids to the show. That has been amazing. We've been working with uh, the Tyler Clemente Foundation, the Ali Forney Center. Um, it's a big goal of ours to bring like every homeless LGBTQ youth, every queer kid that we can find to the show to let them know that they are represented, that they're not alone, and there's a place for them. That's fantastic. I'm really, really glad that a show like that is uh, is out there now, and we encourage everyone, if you get a chance, please see Prom, and please see Josh Lehman do a poop-free show. Uh, I I think you're one of the few left out there. (laughs) Thankfully, yes. Well, if you you see any updates, smell any updates, we would really, really appreciate (laughs) if you keep us in the loop because we would really like to figure out who is doing this. It is not okay. No one wants to, I mean, I think dance studios especially are smelly enough. I don't think we need to make it even worse with giant piles of crap. Agreed. So, like, aren't all different studios filled with broken dreams already? Exactly. Like, it's pungent. Yes. Yeah. I think that some of mine are left over in some of those studios. Uh, Josh, <laughs> thank you so much. Everyone, go see prom. Uh, look it up. Get your tickets now. And Josh, keep us uh, keep us posted. Okay. I will. We'll find the, we'll find the pooper. Now okay. get now get to your show. You've got a warm up to do. <laughs> uh, all right, we still have a lot. Now we're way behind. That was fascinating. I can't wait to find out how that ends. Um, I would really love to see us solve that mystery. Uh, we have to announce the gayest news headline of the week winner, and we also have to uh, give you the gayest sports highlights of the week. Where we, uh, I think this is an MMA edition. So anyone who knows anything about MMA, I sure don't, but I listened to some of it this weekend, and it's super gay. So I will give you the uh, sports highlights from uh, the gayest sports highlights from all of the MMA stuff that happened all the week. Uh, and then we will wrap up the show after this. Channel Q. Channel Q. Oh, wow. We've covered a lot. We have covered Women's History Month, Bisexual Awareness Month, Kidney Awareness Month. We've shared with you a kidney doing great things in this world. A man who has taken a 508-second pee. Those are kidneys that are doing God's work. Congratulations. We've also uh, just, uh, uncovered a, a breaking story about a serial pooper in the Broadway community. <laughs> we have played bisexual Jeopardy. And now we must close things out by announcing the winner of the gayest news headline of the week. We always scour the internet. 
Oh, do the intro. Headlines, get your headlines. Headlines here, and not just any old headlines, the gayest of the gay, the lightest of the loafers, the bears, the queens, the tambourines. It's your gayest news headline of the week. Yes, we go through the internet, we pull all of the news headlines that seem like they're super gay, and then we announce all the nominees and pick an official winner every Friday, Friday. Here are your headlines. Headline number one. Headlines. <laughs> Headline number one. Fifteen thousand uh, dollar stolen flute found in San Francisco. <laughs> Headline number two. Hibernating black bear stars on new live webcam. <laughs> <laughs> I think the webcam adds a whole That's different good. aspect of gayness to that one. Headline number three. This SNL skit will make you cringe at meat forever. <laughs> Headline number four. Democrats announce a large, broad probe into Trump. Ooh. <laughs> and headline number five. A Brexit checklist for U.S. fruit exporters. <laughs> All right, Clayton, do you have a fave? I'm gonna. I'm curious about this black bear on the webcam. Hibernating black bear starring in webcam. I do find that interesting. I also find this fifteen thousand dollars stolen flute story to be interesting, especially that it was turned up in San Francisco. It's very fitting. Uh, all right. What's I don't see what's so gay about a flute. <laughs> what? I'm just going to be honest. Flute, that's the gayest instrument. Is it? Can you think of a gayer instrument? Uh, I would say the uh, trombone. No, that's a bisexual <laughs> one. You're right. That's why you like I'm it. I'm partial to those. I would say harp is the only thing gayer than flute. Mm. The uh, triangle? <laughs> <laughs> that's pretty gay, too. Just a little ding. All right, your official winner. The votes have been very quickly tabulated. <laughs> Actually, whatever this instrument is, is pretty gay. Democrats announce a broad probe into Trump. Congratulations. I don't want Trump anywhere near the LGBTQ, etc. moniker. The only way I would let him in this station is if he had a broad probe attached to him. Exactly. And that's the only situation we have today. All right. Now... We, we have to say goodbye, but before, uh, thank you, Clayton, thank again, you. of course, for joining us for Friday by Day. It was another fun-filled day, and uh, we will leave you with the gayest sports highlights of the week. I had to watch some MMA <laughs> for some reason, and I noticed that this was the straightest and gayest thing I have ever seen, so uh, everyone have a wonderful weekend. Kiss your bisexual friends. Pat women not on the buns. On the back. Yep, on the back. Give them a nice consensual pat and say, I appreciate you. And then uh, give a good look at people's kidneys and say, hey, it's Kidney Awareness Month. That's what I'm looking at. Uh, Have a fabulous weekend and uh, take a look at your gayest uh, sports highlights as we close out. Here are the gayest sports highlights from the week. Ground and pound from the top is Sanchez's world. And there is the finish, ladies and gentlemen. All bones tonight. Oh! That was a big shot. I mean, that right hand was on the button. Boom, boom. You timed him. You looked for that opening. Yeah, good time. Look at that angle she's got, Joe. I mean, coming at that angle like that is the key to, for the finish. Oh! oh beautiful. Beautiful timing very, with that right very hand. Nice. Wow. Wow. 
These have been the gayest sports highlights from this week. Channel Q.